we, we told you yesterday uh, that we <laughs> – one day. We, uh, we told you yesterday that we, uh, we, got, we got a lot of great high school football coming up. Uh, and none bigger, in my opinion, Ward, than the, than the uh, West and the Grandview football game. I think this has the makings to be a fun one. If, and I will tell you straight up, if I did not have a football game to go to, that would be, be the one game. To go. Oh, absolutely. That'd For me, that'd be the one I'd go That was to. on our pickums last night at the coaches' show. So, yeah, it's it's a big one. Yeah, huge. So, uh, we'll continue talking about the Cowboys. Bryce Cherry, if we can rouse him out of the sack. Uh, <laughs> those newspaper writers, they start at the crack of noon. Now, I know they work a little later than most of us. Well, they stay most up till of us. late, late at night, too. So yeah. I guess yeah. we got to give them a little bit. Got to lay out the paper. <laughs> got to type it all up. <laughs> Back gotta, in the day. Yeah, got to get the correction tape, you know, out and, you know. Ugh. I wonder if Bryce, does Bryce do his own headlines or somebody else do his headlines? You know, I'm going to ask that question. That's a good one. I'd like to know how that all works. Mm-hmm. We're going to do Newspaper 101 today. Okay. <clears throat> when, when Bryce joins us at the uh, crack of 830. So, uh, we, we, we got a lot of fun stuff for you today as we uh, march forward to the weekend. Tomorrow's game day, by the way. Mm-hmm. So finally, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on and it's for us over here on ESPN. It is our last game in, in the stadium at Waco ISD stadium because Waco high will close on the road at Duncanville. By the way, that's a Thursday night game for us oh. on the, on the final game of the season. Uh, get you, get, you know, so you, everybody can get a jump start on getting ready for the playoffs and sure. all that stuff. Makes so, sense. But, man, it's Friday morning going to be fun around here since we're on the road in Duncanville on Thursday night. I'm guessing 1230 uh, we'll get home. If you're lucky. Yeah. Work with me, Ward. (laughs) You should have said, no, man, you'll be there by 11. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) We are kicking off at 7. Okay, well, you might be home by 11. No, I won't. Okay. (laughs) You know better than that all right here's what we've been doing this i think since 1975 77 something like that we uh, welcome into the program uh for our thursday morning visit with mike gray he is a canine behavior and enrichment specialist dog whisperer yeah hey mike what's up hey what's going on how are you guys doing this morning we're good what's going on with you oh not a lot just getting ready for this zombie run coming up uh saturday uh you know, it's unfortunate you, you couldn't train yesterday because of the rain, but uh, I think uh, the rest of the day-to-day should be good for you. Oh, I, yeah, well, we've already got our five-mile run in this morning. Oh, Ward and no, I did, good, yeah. Good, so, good, good, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah so we'll talk about that. So what is, what is what exactly is the zombie the zombie run? We're, we're going to have a run? Yeah, so we got a, a 5K zombie run and a, and a one-mile dog walk. Uh, it's going to be uh, this Saturday. Uh, from 4 to 8 at Cameron Park East. And uh, we're going to have people out there dressed like zombies. And you're going to have to <laughs> pretty much run and, and try not to get tagged by them. Hey, so could you, for, for Ward and I, could you do a one-block zombie walk? <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. We, we, could absolutely we, we could definitely work that out. Uh, that would be uh, something we could definitely do for you guys. So is there any admission? I mean, t- talk to me about it and, and, yeah. and what we're trying to get done. So uh, it's all to raise money for the Humane Society, and uh, there's a, a, a $30 charge. comes with a T-shirt. Uh, we're going to have a costume contest. We're going to have a, a dog costume contest. Um, and you can register on our website, hsctx.org. 
Um, we, we did a pre, uh, we did an event last weekend at, at Doc Pepper Museum, and uh, there's a, a costume contest for the dogs, and, and one of our dogs actually uh, won best costume at the, the event. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we uh, we're visiting with uh, Mike Grape uh, from the Humane Society. Mike, uh, how, how are we doing uh, in the shelter? Uh, so we're getting pretty full. Um, last week we had a really high intake of dogs, um, and so any particular you know, reason? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. If it, I think the weather was pretty good last week. Um, just what? Just one of those high intake weeks. You know, sometimes we get those. So um, you know, we seem to clear out towards the end of the week. Uh, so if you're heading into work right now and you're thinking about adding a new family friend, uh, come on by on your way home and check out some of the great dogs we have up there. Hey, just out of curiosity, uh, if somebody wanted to just drop off a bag of dog food to help you guys out, it, 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 that's cool, right? I mean, we can do that. Absolutely, yeah. We're always looking for donations. Um, dog food is always much needed. Uh, crates, cat food, uh, any old pet supplies you might have, uh, and, and blankets and stuff like that would always be very much appreciated at the main Society. All right, where are you located? Give me the phone numbers. Give me the hours. Let's get some things going. Let's get some dogs, some homes. Yes, sir. So we're located at 2032 Circle Road, uh, right across from Marie's Barbecue, and our phone number is 254-754-1454, and our website is hsctx.org. All right, Mike, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. That is uh, Mike Gray with the uh, Humane Society. The zombie thing. Mm-hmm. That sounds That's a fun cool. event. Yeah, sounds kind of, kind of fun. I, I wonder about trick or treating and all that stuff on Sunday night. Uh, it's a school. Well, it's Halloween typically is on a school night unless it's Saturday. But yeah, uh, but it is a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a cowboy game too. Yeah. Will Ward White just porch light be on, ladies and gentlemen? That's Absolutely. the burning question. Absolutely. I uh, I will I will be ready. When do we fall back? Uh, that's coming up pretty quick. I was kind of hoping it would be this weekend. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I'll either. look it up. I, I, I have no clue. I literally have no clue. I think we're a couple of weeks away, to be honest, but I could be absolutely wrong. But I was thinking, you know, if it's dark. I have it, been once. Once? Mm-hmm. No, I never. I was thinking if it was dark. Uh, Earlier? Yeah, then, then, then the trick-or-treating can, you know, and hopefully by 722. <laughs> It's kind of it'll be over. Kind of wrapped up. It's so, not going to happen, Tom. <laughs> you know, my, I told my wishful thinking. Yeah, you I know, like the effort. I, I like to needle my wife a little bit. I'm like, okay, so the by seven o'clock, you got to turn the porch light out. No, we're not doing it. You know that kind of deal. So right. Anyway, I, I was just having a little fun. So anyway, uh, let's see what else do we got going on before we jump in. Oh. We forgot to do this on Wednesday, and it's my fault. Imagine that. So let's do it right now. Uh, we Going way back to I don't even know when, we've always given away a couple of cheeseburger baskets to double our old-fashioned hamburgers, and we forgot to do it yesterday. So can we do that today? Can we take caller number, oh, I don't know, 5 at uh, 254-662-1660, 1660. Caller number five. We're going to hook you up with a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Great stuff. So get ready for that. Caller number five at 254 662 1660.
860. We'll get you hooked up with uh, a couple of cheeseburger baskets. All right, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to dive into the World Series, get you uh, get you caught up on what's going on there, get you Dusty Baker's take on Game 2. Uh, we'll also talk some uh, Cowboy football at the bottom of the hour with R.J. Ochoa from Blog of the Boys. That is what is straight ahead here on this uh, Thursday edition of the program. And uh, we ha- I think we have our winner already. So uh, thank you so much for calling us. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get that winner information and pass that along to you. But uh, uh, World Series Baseball Talk and Cowboy Talk with R.J. Achoa coming up at the bottom of the hour. That's what we got for you here on this Thursday morning edition of Game Time. Our 7 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you in part by Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another very windy day here in Central Texas. A wind advisor is in effect as we'll see mostly sunny skies. Highs top out at 73. Winds out of the northwest gusting to 40 miles per hour. Mainly clear tonight, still breezy. 49 the low and mostly sunny tomorrow. Windy in the morning and the high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Play fake. Boot to the right. Only heard here. Looking down the field. Lamb. 10. 5. All season. Victory. Cowboys win. The Ghosts are exorcised. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Live from U.S. Bank Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Brad, Babe, and Christy with the Cowboys Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain. Whether or not you're vaccinated, you need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. 
only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Seven fifteen as we look out our back door here at the radio station. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Game time here on a Thursday morning. By the way, the weather forecast this morning and every morning brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. Five generations of the uh, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Com. 16 after 7. I, I know that you were probably diligently preparing for both your Mary Harden Baylor broadcast and your Temple Wildcat broadcast, but did you have the baseball game on? I, I watched uh, the first part of it from Wings Pizza and Things with Coach Stewart and then hit the road, listened to it on the way back, and uh, I did have it on while I was watching some film last night. It uh, – and, you know, I was giggling. First of all, I timed the breaks. I had to, Ward. I needed to know. It was bothering you, wasn't it's it? To you. It was. So they're two and a half minutes. To, there was there was a couple that were three minutes, but most of them were two and a half minutes long. And so, look, if you take one minute and, and do, uh, do a minute and a half, you just trimmed 18 minutes off a nationally televised baseball game. I mean, that right there. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I heard it all day yesterday, the conversation. It's just – Nuts. And then I, I, I need to check the game time. But look, man, that game went fast last night. Uh, mm-hmm. Faster, let me say that. Right. Uh, and that's the beauty of baseball. Throw strikes, put the ball in play, game moves along. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that sometimes is dictated by – well, most of the time it's dictated by the guy on the mound, but also it's dictated by the guy behind the plate. If he tends to have a pitcher's strike zone as opposed to a hitter's strike zone mm-hmm. – the tempo and the pace of the game will go a little quicker. Yes, it hitters, will. hitters know that they hey got to come you know got to come hacking, mm-hmm. got to have my hitter shoe on. So anyway, uh, I, I thought the pace of the game was just fine last night, but that's that's just me. But we do need. I, I would. I am curious to see. Let me see if I can find it here. I got the box, and I'm just trying to glance at the box to see if if they give us the time of the game, and I don't see it. I don't think they do in the box score. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I, I, the Astros did exactly what the Braves did the night before. They jumped out early 
and uh, and got it done. Altuve had a nice day at the top of the order. Two for five, a couple of runs scored in an RBI. The RBI drove in himself. He had a seventh-inning home run. Also had a double early in the game. And uh, Houston, with the four-spot ward in the second inning, really took control of the game. I mean, it was one to nothing, Houston. And then immediately the Braves tied the game up at one apiece. And then Houston gets a four-spot in the bottom of the second to take a 5-1 lead. Went on to a 7-2 victory over the Atlanta Braves. Between the two teams, 16 hits. It was 7-9-0 and zero for Houston. Uh, Atlanta was 2-7-2. and two. They committed a couple errors in the ballgame, so there you go. But uh, Houston wins. That series now a game apiece as the uh, Astros win. And there was a big deal made about Houston finally winning a home game in the World Series. And Dusty Baker talked about, you know, just winning the baseball game. I didn't even know we had, had lost all those games at home, to tell you the truth. You know, and, uh, you know, I'm used to winning at home. And, uh, you know, we won at home all year. And so, um, you know, when you lose a, a few games, you just figure, hey, man, it's time for us to win. And uh, like I said last night, these guys don't worry. They, they, they didn't, you know, they weren't worried about last night. I mean, some people in this room thought the series is over already after one game, you know, but it's a seven-game series. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, and really now what it boils down to is a five game. It's the best three out of five right now. Yes. Go 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 win a series, mm-hmm. three out of five, and, and win a championship. So, do they have to win? Well, let, me, let me ask you a different way. If they win the series, does that put the other stuff to rest, hey, that they can win without, quote, cheating? No. That's good. They're going to live with that? Yeah. I, that I, team will live with it. But this isn't that team. Well, it's not, but it that it is that, that organization. That franchise will live with that. Yeah. Yeah, it that that I don't think that, that goes away. Not I anytime soon. No, I just don't. Not anytime soon. All right. Uh so what do you make of the uh, the Astros the way they perform? I, first of all, they pitched well last night. Yeah, that that was the difference in last night and the night before. Their their pitching was more on track uh and, and you know, I I think they're you look at what they were able to do at the plate. They got started early, and, you know, they continued to swing the bats early in the count, and that gave them an opportunity to get base runners and, and be able to push them around. And so, you know, that's that's Houston Astros baseball. And, you know, they were able to do that last night. Night before, they weren't. They ran into the, the Braves pitching, which, you know, I, I still think that, if you look at the at the two, even the you know three out of five here as as they go to Atlanta, I still think the Braves have the better pitching. But if you know, it's the game of baseball. If you can find a way to get base runners on somehow, doesn't matter how you get them on, and then push them around, you can win against against good pitching. But you just you have to stay within the fundamentals of baseball. You against good pitching, I don't think that you can. Just step up there and start swinging for the fences every time up. And it felt like, you know, the night before, that's what the Astros were doing. Last night, they were putting the ball in play. So The problem for Atlanta is their guy got hurt. I mean, it, it, that's that's not one start. That's two starts. Yeah, but I, that's that's not – I mean, that's their number one guy. And I, I still feel like if you look at their starting rotation, it is better. And so that gives – 
that gives them an opportunity. But you're right. I mean, that's that's a game that they looked at and went, okay, we get one here, and he can come back and game five, we can count that one. But now they probably can't. But they still have, they still have the better starting rotation, and I still believe they have the certainly have the better bullpen. So you think their pitching is just better? I do. I overall better. I don't think it's just one guy. I think overall their pitching is better, and that's you know that's what they've you know hung their hat on all season long is their pitching. So and then they got hot late. They did September. I mean, they got mm-hmm. cooking in September now. They did. Uh because I'm, weren't they under 500 at the All Star? At the All Star break, they were. <clears throat> and then, but really in September, this this thing kicked into high gear. And what mm-hmm. they win, 88 games. Yeah. Where Houston won a couple more than 88. Right. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll find out as this thing unfolds, and that's the beauty of it. But uh, uh, game. So today is a travel day, and then they'll they're back at it in Atlanta on. Uh, uh, on Friday night for game mm-hmm. three. And I don't think that Houston's going to receive a very warm reception when <laughs> when the game gets started on Friday night. Well, they haven't anywhere. So, yeah, they're absolutely not going to. So, But, you know, at, I guess at this point they're probably – They're used to it. Yeah, absolutely they're used to it. Uh, all right, it is a 724. We're glad you're with us here. And, and again, game, game three is coming up on Friday night. And uh, – should be a lot of fun as uh, the uh, Astros and the Braves play game three of the series. Series tied now at a game apiece. But, and I was still looking, or I couldn't find it. I've checked a couple of different box scores. I know that they put the time of the game. I, I couldn't someplace. find it either. I don't, I don't so, know where to look. Anyway, uh, I, I, I can tell you this. I was in bed before 11 o'clock last night, and I watched every pitch. So, <laughs> so just, you know, there you go. All right, uh, let's talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car biz. And they're, they're at uh, 201 West Loop 340. That is just down from Highway 84. Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealership, and uh, you can check out uh, all the great vehicles at Alan Samuels, including the 2021 Ram 1500 quad cab Lone Star Edition. Uh, the Ram truck, uh, just an unbelievable vehicle. And Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of daily driving. Also, don't forget about the Jeep, man. What 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 a great vehicle. The new 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever with beautiful curves and designs. You can check out the Grand Cherokee at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You're saying, man, it's 725. I got to get to work. I want to see this. Well, take a couple of minutes, jump online, and, uh, and check them out at allensamuelsdcj.com. allensamuelsdcj.com. Dot com is where you can check them out, and uh, then you you know you know maybe after work you can go kick a tire or two. Alan Samuels, Ted Teague, and his staff ready to serve you uh, anytime, and uh, they're they're waiting on you right now at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 
ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the, takes the field. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Astros forced a 5 to 1 lead in the first two innings and held on to win game two of the World Series, 7 to 2 over the Braves. That evens the series at one game each with game three in Atlanta Friday night. The Baylor baseball team hosts the Rangers Instructional League team for an exhibition at Baylor Ballpark tonight. First pitch at 6.30 and admission is free. The Baylor women's basketball team hit the court for an exhibition against AM Commerce and won 88-52. Melissa Smith led the way with 27 points. All three Texas NBA teams are on the court tonight with the Mavericks hosting the Spurs for a 7.30 tip. The Rockets are at home for a 7 o'clock start against Utah. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And thanks to Lark Smith for the uh, Sports Center update. And thanks to CMC Auto Group for bringing you that uh, update. It's uh, 730. Drive safely if you're making your way to work or to school here on a Thursday morning. Tom and Ward, and we welcome into the program from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, RJ Achoa. RJ, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, guys. Good morning to you. Good morning to your listeners. If you guys are driving to school or work, hurry up. You're almost late. Yeah, half an hour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, it, it, you know, here in Waco, it, it <laughs> takes about three minutes to get there. But just uh, <laughs> it's the way it is. Hey, RJ, the, uh, first of all, how was your vacation? I know that you – what did you go to? Did you go to do Aruba? Where did you go last week? I did not go anywhere, actually. <laughs> I, um, I wish I did, uh, but I, you know, I enjoyed – a Sunday free of stress, a Sunday free of, you know, certain things that we have to do for our website. Um, I wish that the NFL had some, some more competitive games, if I'm being honest. There were a lot of lopsided results uh, in the Cowboys' bye week, but uh, it was nice nonetheless to, to see the other NFC East teams frantically try to get their own wins and fail uh, and enjoy, uh, you know, enjoy the Mannings back in our lives, enjoy the World Series arriving. It's been a nice, uh, nice time since the Cowboys won New England. I noticed on, on blogging the boys uh, that you you did an article about the Cowboys and how they've how they've responded coming off the bye week and how Mike McCarthy's football teams have responded coming off the bye week. Interesting article. Talk a little bit about it. Yeah. So this is something that I I like to track, and, and we have a, a great statistical mastermind. His name is Aiden Davis. He did the real hard work here. I just had to kind of babble on about it, but. Um, you know, obviously Mike McCarthy has been in the NFL for a long time and, you know, no history ever is a hundred percent accurate in terms of the future, but obviously you can look at trends and things like that. And, and what is interesting is generally speaking in the seasons that Mike McCarthy has had success, you know, and, and I know this is shocking to some Cowboys fans who hate him, you know, he's won a Super Bowl, and, you know, granted, you know, that's the ultimate goal. If, if you're getting to the title game, if you're getting to the divisional round, those are successful seasons in, in some respect. And, Usually in those seasons, his team has regressed after the bye from a winning percentage standpoint. Now, you know, to be clear here, the Cowboys have an 83.3 winning percentage right now. And so any sort of percentage below that would be categorized as regression. And so, you know, that is, you know, a linear thing in some senses. Uh, what is also interesting is, generally speaking, who Mike McCarthy's teams are after the bye is a very strong indication of who they will be the following season. And we kind of saw that or have seen that with last year to this year. Uh, so there's, there's not, you know, it's not like, oh, every time they go into the bye with this, he's won the Super Bowl or things like that. But um, I suppose if the Cowboys do stumble a little bit, there is some precedent that might make people feel better. How confident are you in Dak Prescott right now? You know, I uh, I was actually recording a podcast with uh, with Aiden, who is, is the person who helped me out there, and we were kind of talking about different hypotheticals. And you know, with with the calf injury, I this this maintains uh, you know a level of truth that that is beyond anything. If if I had to choose, if you told me, RJ, you, Dak Prescott has to go 99 yards, or the Cowboys defense simply has to stop their team from getting into the end zone, 
um, starting at, at the one yard line, I, I would trust Dak. I mean, o- over anything else. I, I trust Dak more than anything on the team. Calf injury, non-calf injury, he is the most reliable part of the Dallas Cowboys roster. Um, and, you know, obviously it's not ideal that he would be dealing with his calf injury coming off the Patriots win, but I also trust him to handle it. I mean, he has shown a, a, a level of, of trust, honestly, that, the, you know, he can be trusted with injuries and whatnot and not pushing himself. The, the ankle last year, the, the shoulder from training camp feels like a million years ago. Um, so, so Dak has my full and absolute trust. Talking with R.J. Ochoa from uh, Blog of the Boys. And, and R.J., uh, the Cowboys on the road uh, at Minnesota. Where's the Vikings right now? I, I know they're playing a little better, but where is this football team? You know, interestingly enough, the Cowboys and Vikings are playing each other, coming off of their bye. Uh, and that was the case last year when Dallas traveled to Minnesota. Both teams were coming off of their bye then as well. And uh, Mike McCarthy smashed some watermelons and everybody had some fun there. Um, you know, the, the Vikings are 3-3, three and three, and so that's led some Cowboys fans, I think, to overestimate them. They are – you can play this game with, with a lot of things in life, but they are a few moments away from being 5-1. and one. You know, they had a, a weird Dalvin Cook fumble in week one that ultimately led to a loss in overtime against the Cincinnati Bengals, and, and that loss looks better week by week. And then they attempted a game-winning field goal against the Arizona Cardinals in week two, a chip shot field goal that their field goal kicker missed. And so, you know, if, if, if you have a normal standard field goal kicker in that moment and the, the first week goes your way, you're 5-1. and one. That's a very different situation than being 3-3. Three and three. Um, you know, just like the Cowboys, they're coming off their bye, but they're also coming off of a game in overtime that they won with a walk-off touchdown. I don't know if, if teams have ever bet both coming off of walk-off touchdowns in overtime like this. So Kirk Cousins is, is somebody who a lot of people love to make jokes about and bag on. He's, he's really you know funny in that sense, but he is one of the more efficient passers in the NFL. Nobody wants to give him his credit. The Vikings can obviously run the ball. Their defense isn't anything impressive, but – if, if the, you know, the Cowboys defense has, has been opportunistic, as we all know, and has been able to force some turnovers, but they can be had. And, and Kirk Cousins and the Vikings can have them. Justin Jefferson's obviously very talented. So this, this is a game that, you know, I, I hope it doesn't happen, but, you know, that I've been saying for a few weeks, you know, because people think, oh, you know, every Cowboys fan looks at the schedule says win, win, win. You know, we're going to win all these games. And, and they're going to lose a game, and they're, they're probably going to lose a game that they shouldn't lose, you know. And, and this is this is right in that, that sweet spot, unfortunately. I'm still picking the Cowboys, but I would not be stunned at all if they lost. If Dak has a hiccup and is not ready to go, can Cooper Rush win a football game for this franchise? Absolutely not. I mean, in, in no universe, no solar system, you know, this one or that one or whatever. It's Halloween. If any alien life is, is you know, joining us, you know, Cooper Rush couldn't win in their, uh, their life, you know, universes as well. I hate to say that, but, I mean, that's, that's just the reality of it. He's not qualified to do it. He, I mean, he's an undrafted free agent that has very, very, very little NFL experience over the last five seasons now. And, you know, it, the trade deadline's next week, and a lot of people say, well, the Cowboys should trade for a veteran quarterback. And, yeah, I mean, like, like if the question is, should the Cowboys improve their QB2 situation? Absolutely. But it's not a question that you can answer in late October. That question has to be answered in March and in April when you're building your roster. And despite the fact that the Cowboys were coming off of a season where Dak Prescott missed the majority of it, they, you know, they did roll the dice, you know, here. And, to be clear, I think most NFL teams, if, if your starter goes down for a game or two, you know, you're in an unideal situation. But 
there are like I loved when the Buffalo Bills signed Mitchell Trubisky, for example. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is amazing, but if Josh Allen had to miss a game or two games, I mean, you're talking about a young, talented guy who's who's been there and done that before. Cooper Rush, I mean, is is just so foreign to whatever this moment might be that I unfortunately don't have a lot of confidence in him. When will opponents quit throwing at Trayvon Diggs? You know, uh, I. I think Kirk is the answer. I mean, honestly, I I think Kirk is is really smart. And I I think if, you know, it is going to stop. And I've I've been saying that too for a few weeks now. And amazingly, he keeps defying things. But I think if Trayvon gets another pick at this point, I think it's a result of like a tipped ball. You know, so like a linebacker gets their hand on the ball. It just, the ball goes up and and he's able to just kind of make a play on it. But, you know, I I will say also, I mean, he's going to be on Justin Jefferson and, you know, they're not going to 100% avoid Justin Jefferson in this game. So, you know, that, that does, if you want to look at it one way, lend to his benefit um, in terms of getting an interception at least. But I, I have to imagine that, you know, there's a half a season of, of tape and of hype on this dude. If, if quarterbacks are still throwing at him, then, uh, well, you know, the, I mean, that's, it, that, that is a level of, uh, of, of intellect that I can't fathom personally. How much better is this offensive line this week with Collins back in? You know, it's been such an interesting um, and in some ways uh, volatile subject over the last now, I guess about 20 hours, uh, with Mike McCarthy kind of coming out and saying that he's going to be, you know, a reserve to start the week and we'll see who starts. Assuming he starts, they're obviously better. I mean, but, you know, and, and while I do believe that, there is some truth to the skepticism or some reality there, some substance of the skepticism. I mean, he has played one of their last 22 games. You know, I mean, my, you know, we've all lived a long time with Mike McCarthy as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He has played one game for Mike McCarthy. And it's not, you know, Dak Prescott hasn't played a ton of games for Mike McCarthy, but he's been injured, right? I mean, that, that's been part of it. Lyell has been extremely unreliable for the Cowboys. And so I, I, if they're in a weird place with him. And, and theoretically, if he's the player that he was throughout the 2019 season, I mean, you know, that, that would certainly obviously be a, a massive improvement, even from a, a Terrence Still who's played really well. But we are a long ways of time removed from there. I think it, it is a little bit, you know, not dangerous, but it is a little bit of an assumption to just say he's going to come in, be that guy right away, after missing the whole season, after missing five games, after, you know, everything he was in the news for. So, um, theoretically, they're much better. But, you know, there, there is a, a false bottom to that idea as well. So, you would not be shocked at all if he does not take the first snap with the, with the first offense? I don't think that Mike McCarthy would be that ceremonial about it, you know, to the point of, oh, you know what, Lyle – Terrence is going to take the first snap, and you, you're going to play 99% of this game, but you're not going to start. I, I think it would be more likely, and, and to be clear, I don't think that this is actually likely, but that he just doesn't play at all. You know, And, and I think you know, there, is, there is something to, you know, you've got to earn your job back, and, and I, do, I do like that. I do support that you know, because it, it would be unfair, theoretically, to the Terrence Steels of the world to just have Lyell show up after being irresponsible for a year and a half and just give him a starting job back. And so, but beyond that, it also, you know, it, he's played one game in the last year and a half. So it would make some sense to kind of ease him in. And even though he is active, maybe he, you know, he, he needs a game. Maybe he needs a week to kind of get back into shape. And so I could see, you know, I, I don't. I think it would be like a five percent likelihood, but I could see him not playing. I think that that 
you know, is at least on the table. But I do support the idea, again, of making him earn his job back. This is the same Cowboys team that, that two years ago, Lyell's last, you know, strong season with the Cowboys, let Jason Witten walk in after a year in retirement and just start for them right away. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy to see that there's a little bit more meritocracy involved in terms of earning your job back. What's the biggest transformation in this Cowboys defense this year? I think, you know, how opportunistic they are. And that, that's obvious, obviously, with, with their turnovers and how much they generate. But it is strange how they can sort of wheel them into existence and, and really when they're kind of painted into a corner. Um, obviously, the Trayvon Diggs pick six in New England was you got to have that right then and there. And I think, you know, you think back to week one. I know the Cowboys lost to Tampa, but right there at the very end, they, they got back in the game because DeMonte Kazee forced a fumble at the goal line. You know, I mean, how like – it, and, you know, I remember thinking, you know, the Friday after, man, that is super rare. Like, you're not going to force turnovers at the goal line on a week-by-week basis. And then the very next week, the very next player, or the very same player, DeMonte Kazee, picked off Justin Herbert in the end zone. And so they are literally stealing points from opponents. It's not just that they're turning the ball over. And so they are, again, it's, it's almost as if they have two, you know, you, you ever go to like a festival or a carnival, you have two vouchers, you know what I mean? You, 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 there's a lot of, you know, a lot of beers on deck, a lot of drafts, and you can only try two. And they're just picking the very two ones that are specific that work for that situation. And, you know, it's hard to do that by accident, but they are kind of doing it in a purposeful way, which is amazing to see. Hey, we all realize that this is a this is a quarterback league, the National Football League. But the way the Cowboys are using Zeke and, and Tony Pollard, could you see that? in the future being a formula that other teams incorporate where you have it's almost a 1a and a 1b not one and two it's a it really is kind of a 1a and a 1b yeah i think that it is possible it's on the table at least and i think it's more likely for quarterbacks who are still on their rookie contract that can afford to absorb you know you never want that high price running back contract on your team but to, you know to your point the, the first the foundation is having that elite quarterback play and then once you sprinkle in, you know, the addition of, of great running back play, all of a sudden you can run the ball and all of a sudden your offense is moving and moving a number of different ways. And so I think that, you know, I, I think if you're a team that has, I don't know, I mean, right now, look at, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Their offense is kind of broken. I tell you, the Chiefs would love to be able to run the ball right now. And I think that, you know, we've, we've kind of seen this incidentally from Mike McCarthy's old team. You know, Aaron Jones compliments Aaron Rodgers so well. And they have A.J. Dillon. They've had guys, you know, that have always been able to kind of compliment him in different ways. And so I could absolutely see teams saying, how do we get that? We, you know, we have the quarterback. But the quarterback, even the elite of elite quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes on his own is not enough. And so I, I could totally see teams saying, where do we find this type of player? And I think that the Tony Pollard archetype is very popular. I think teams want that versatile player, that really fast, shifty player that you can use in space, you can use creatively. Not every coach knows how to use them, but um, I, I could, it's a copycat league, to your point. I could definitely see a lot of teams wanting to get themselves some of that. Hey, well, what, do you, what do you got going on blogging the boys? You know, we are excited to finally be back in operation for a week of a Cowboys game. And so we have our, our preview show dropping on our YouTube channel later this weekend. Uh, we're continuing to take a look at, at some different things as far as uh, Mike McCarthy and some historical trends, something that we have coming out later today. Uh, in, in some statistical certain measurements, this is we are in the middle of what might be the best Dallas Cowboys team this century. And that sounds hyperbolic. That sounds ridiculous. And 
you know, people say, well, yeah, duh, they're five and one, but you know, they've been five and one before they've been six and oh, like what is, what does that truly mean? Uh, so we've taken some deep dives and explore that in some further context. RJ, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. Of course, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. You do the same. That's RJ show up from blogging the boys and ESPN San Antonio seven forty five with with uh, Ward and Tom. We're glad you're with us here on a Thursday. Drive safely as you uh, as you make your way to work or school this morning. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk some uh, Baylor and Texas. That's uh, that's an eleven o'clock kick coming up this Saturday. We're going to dive into that a little bit more here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we want to talk about Waco beef and pork processors. They're at five twenty three. Precision Drive just off Franklin Avenue behind Rosa's Cafe and behind the movie theater. You can check them out online for all of the – you want to see pictures of the great products and, and all that stuff. It's HolySmokedSausage.com. HolySmokedSausage.com. By the way, Holy is a family name, and and so that's – you know, then they do the smoked sausages, and so they put it together, and that's that's how they came up with that, HolySmokedSausage.com. Mike, over to over – to, Waco Beef and Pork Processors was telling us the other day, hey, it's time. It's go time uh, for, uh, for placing those orders for turkeys and for hams for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. So go ahead and get those things done uh, and, and do it now. And you can you can do it by uh, giving them a call at 772-4669. 772-4669. And Mike will take care. Why do you want to mess with it? You want to visit with family and friends while uh, while Mike takes care of the food for you, and, and I think that's a it's a great plan, and it's I, I promise you it's going to be outstanding. So uh, those turkeys and hams, uh, Mike is ready for you, and you can get them done at uh, Waco Beef and Pork Processors. So those turkeys and hams for Thanksgiving and Christmas will be ready. So uh, go go ahead and get those orders in. Uh, Founded in 1995, Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Again, that phone number, 772-4669, 772-4669. That's Waco Beef and Pork Processors. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, this week only from 6 to 7 p.m. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Astros forged a 5 to 1 lead in the first two innings and held on to win game two of the World Series, 7 to 2 over the Braves. That evens the series at one game each with game three in Atlanta Friday night. The Baylor baseball team hosts the Rangers Instructional League team for an exhibition at Baylor Ballpark tonight. First pitch at 6.30 and admission is free. The Baylor women's basketball team hit the court for an exhibition against AM Commerce and won 88-52. Melissa Smith led the way with 27 points. All three Texas NBA teams are on the court tonight with the Mavericks hosting the Spurs for a 7.30 tip. The Rockets are at home for a 7 o'clock start against Utah. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up Saturday, we've got the Bears and the Texas Longhorns. It's an 11 o'clock kick, and we'll get things rolling with game day live at 7 a.m. from Touchdown Alley. Look forward to that. Uh, We'll have a lot of fun as uh, Mosley and Lark Smith and I will uh, will be there for game day live starting at 7 a.m. Elsewhere in the conference, as we mentioned, uh, you're going to have uh, Iowa State and West Virginia. Tech will be uh, in Norman to take on Oklahoma. TCU visits Manhattan to take on Kansas State. And KU will be in uh, Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. But, uh, uh, Ward, this is uh, – I, to me, this is a. I don't know why I'm. I'm pretty jazzed about Baylor and Texas, and you know, I, I, honestly, if you just look at it and, and take emotion and all that kind of stuff out of it, this is a game that the Bears, you know, on when you look at it, this is a game they should win. I, I think. Yeah, being at home gives them an advantage, and being on a little bit of a roll, I think that gives them an advantage as well. 
they're two and a half point favorites. So, um, you know, it, 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 at least the, the procrastinators or, or not the procrastinators, but the uh, projectionists prognosticators. Yeah. The projectionists feel like that this is a pretty evenly matched matchup because only getting two and a half in your home stadium. That's, that's not a big advantage. Uh, just being at home gives you that. So, um, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's a, a little closerness between these two football teams. But I, I think right now, if you just look at the two teams, who's playing better, I think you certainly have to give the nod to Baylor right now. Who's playing four quarters. You certainly do. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's been some, there's, and, and, and we talked about it with, 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 I'm drawing a blank. Our buddy from, uh, from Texas, uh, the other day, um, uh, but for whatever reason, they're not able to put four quarters together. No, they haven't. I mean, they Roger had, Wallace. I'm, there we go. They've had some big hiccups in that in that category, and you know, one of them on a on a big national stage against OU. I mean, that was that was a monumental collapse. And so, well, how many times do you see seventeen to three Texas over anybody in Austin, and then? couple hours later you 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 see where they lost well I mean, again this is a team that's trying to find itself uh you know they've you know first year coach things things go things go awry in that situation you know that uh and you, we've seen it a, a million times and so um i i think that this team has got to figure out a way to to play four quarters and when they do they're going to be pretty good and they, right now they're having a hard time finishing they just can't. And with that running back, I don't know how they can't. But, it, you know, the defense is, is giving up big plays and, and not able to stop people. And so it, it puts a strain on that offense. But the offense also, you have to, you know, point the finger at them too because if they just, if they just run the ball and move the sticks, they finish the game. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been able to do that for whatever reason. 146 carries for B. John Robinson, by the way, 724 yards, a little over six yards. Yeah, he's per pretty carry. good. Yeah, not bad. And that's why I don't understand how come they can't finish games when you got a, a cat like that in the backfield. I, I'm not getting too fancy, and I'm not getting too tricky. I'm gonna I'm gonna come downhill at you until you stop me. All right, uh, Dave Aranda talked about the Longhorn. Y- yesterday we heard Dave Aranda talk about Texas's offense. Today he talks about the Longhorn defense. I look on the defensive side of the ball, knowing a lot of their coaches there and have spent time with a lot of their coaches, um, is um, they have kind of settled into a 3-4 style. Uh, they go into 4-2-5 mode in pass, pass rush situations. They've got really good talent uh, at the skill uh, positions that they um, they like tight coverage. And so we're going to have to build a to uh, make contested catches. We're going to have to build a pass protect. And then we're really going to have to set the tone with trying to run the ball. And I think they're improving in that area and defending the run. So another challenge there. I asked Dave, uh, did that defense the Longhorns will bring to Waco on Saturday remind him of anybody that the Bears have faced? I don't know. It could be us. There's some. There's there's some similarities to us. I think you know their their front structure, and then some of how they play their secondary. Um, yeah, there's some similarities, and so I think, you know, um, I guess you could say BYU maybe too. You uh, you a little surprised when he said us? Um, no, not really. 
Not really, because of the fact that they're they're trying to build it uh, the same way that Dave Aranda is trying to build this defense from from inside out, and that's what good coaches do. I mean, you you've got to start. How many times have we said, if you don't start on the interior, you're wasting your time? And that's what this Bears defense did. Yeah, it's all it's all about up front for me. I mean, uh, O line, D line. If you start there, then you can you can start putting it piecing it together. Uh, again, I was just looking at the numbers. You know, we we mentioned B. John Robinson. I think he's averaging twenty carries a football game. Doesn't that number have to jump up a little bit, or shouldn't it? Well, and that's why I say I don't understand why they can't close out games. And and part of the reason why is you know they they get in a situation where they're trying to do some things that maybe are a little cute and they're trying to throw the ball instead of just turning to to the guy that, that can get it done and just say, hey, I, I know you're tired, but I'm going to need you to carry the load here and, and, and run till you step on your tongue. And there's nothing wrong with that. All right, so it's, it's Baylor in Texas. It's an 11 o'clock kick at uh, McLean Stadium, and we begin at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's continue with our Baylor sports news. John Morris has got today's Baylor sports beat here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor sports beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball wins impressively in their exhibition opener, plus soccer in action tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor basketball under head coach Nikki Collin played their exhibition opener last night in the Farrell Center, winning easily 88-52 over Texas A&M Commerce. Nalissa Smith and Queen Egbo both had double-doubles in the win. Smith with 27 points and 15 rebounds, Egbo 15 and 12. Sarah Andrews was 5 of 5 from the three-point line and finished with 17 points. Baylor will now have their second and final exhibition game next Wednesday in the Farrell Center. 
Baylor women's golf, also a winner yesterday. They win the Rainbow Wahine Classic in Hawaii by 30 strokes. Gerling Core, the individual medalist. And Baylor soccer wrapping up the regular season with a match in Norman against Oklahoma coming up this evening. Head coach Paul Jobson says plenty to still be decided on the final night of the regular season. Yeah, we've got, you know, we've got uh, a good group of us that know that we're going to, to, to be in the, the, the eight-team tournament out of ten teams that represent the Big 12. But there's three teams that are vying for that last spot, um, that eighth, eighth seed. So, uh, and then the spots within themselves, one all the way to eight, are still up in the air. So I'm um, not really able to put any of our bracket together yet until we finish that last game on Thursday. And Oklahoma, I mean, they've got a new coach that just came in right before COVID, and their team, I think they've won maybe three of their last four games. They're, they're streaking in the in the right direction as far as they're concerned right now and playing for, for seeding in a Big 12 tournament. So there's a lot on the line for them as well. And as for us, you know, we're trying to finish as high up as we can and, and make, a, make a run for uh, a great resume to hopefully get in the NCAA tournament as well. Paul Jobson and Baylor Soccer in action tonight, 7 p.m. in Norman against the Oklahoma Sooners. Then the Big 12 tournament begins in Round Rock on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Family owned and operated is a phrase you hear a lot, but nowhere is that more true than at Sakura Family Ford. We're thankful to our customers for keeping it local, and we show it by giving back to schools, churches, and organizations throughout Central Texas. We've watched our customers' kids and even their kids' kids grow up. Now a third generation of Socoras serves a fourth generation of customers. So if you care about buying a new car or truck from someone who genuinely cares about you, make that short drive to the Socora exit in West and see how at Socora Family Ford, our family makes a difference. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Yeah! All right, welcome back. Game time on your flagship station for... Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Welcome into Hour 2 of the program, brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start uh, All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for these jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. 7601 Imperial Drive. All right, coming up here in the uh, 8 o'clock hour, we'll talk some high school football. Uh, we're also going to get dive back into the Cowboys and uh, Bryce Cherry is going to going to join us around 8:30 and uh, we've got the grab bag all kinds of fun stuff some great football games coming up uh in some very important high school football games coming up from uh from a championship standpoint and from a seeding standpoint, including Bosqueville and Toler, and that's just uh, one of the many games that uh, that we'll be keeping an eye on. Conley and Gatesville with playoff implications. And there's also a game between the West Trojans and the Grandview Zebras, and we're joined now by West Trojan head coach David Woodard. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you all doing today? We, we're good, and we appreciate your time. 
uh, just talk about this game and, and the significance for for the for your football team taking on the this Grandview team uh, on Friday night. You know, uh, it, it's a big game for us, and you know we made a we made a goal early in August that that we wanted to uh, you know to win a district championship, and uh, you know these guys have had it for the last couple of years, and uh, you know we've uh, put ourselves in position to to give ourselves a really good chance at that on on Friday night, and so uh, you know we're excited about the opportunity, but uh, you know I understand it's going to be a tough task. Those guys up there are really really good, and uh, you know just looking forward to a to a good Friday night football game with the playoff atmosphere as, as we get moving, you know, in that direction. And that's exactly what it's going to be, isn't it, Coach? It's it's almost a preview, if you will, to what is to come in a couple of weeks. This is going to be a playoff-type atmosphere. You know, it is. And, uh, you know, as we get moving through through the playoffs and, and you get deep in there, you get, uh, you know, some of those big games and, and, and your kids need to know how to play in those and need to know uh, the significance of those. And so, you know, it's good that you get one of these uh, in district and, and be able to, you know, gauge yourself and, and, and kids get used to that, that type of atmosphere and that type of energy. And so, uh, you know, looking forward to the game and, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we'll be right there at the end. Coach, how important is it for your team not to let a game like this get too big early? You know, it, it, it's real big. And, you know, we, we talked about that. Uh, you know, we had that game against Whitney a couple of weeks ago and our, and our kids were really amped up. You know, it's a big rivalry game. And, and uh, you know, we made some mistakes that were, were – uh, you know, not indicative of, of what we do. And, and so I, I think, uh, you know, over these last couple of weeks, we, we, we've talked about that. We've gone through some of those things and, and tried to understand that, that it's about just relaxing and playing the game and, and doing the things that, that you've been coached to do for, for however many weeks we've been going at this thing this year. And so, you know, it's, it's, we, we've talked all the week about, about, about staying level, not letting the highs be too high, not letting the lows be too low and, and, and handling those the way they need to be handled. You know, and I was just thinking, at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, there's there's another week of the regular season, and then the the most important season, the playoffs still around the corner. So there's a lot still to 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 play for, no matter how this thing turns out. You're you're exactly right. I mean, it it it, it is a big game, and it, and it's one that 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 we have circled for the week. But but we we understand it's not the game. And it's, uh, you know, we got another district game next week that's important for us to, uh, you know, to, to prepare for and play well in. And then, you know, then we got the playoffs going as that. And so uh, this game, uh, you know, win, lose, or draw doesn't define what, what, what happens to us. It, it, it's just a part of the season. And, and we've got to make sure that, that either way it goes, uh, we move forward from it and, and, and get into the next week and, and be ready for that district game and then be ready for the playoffs as they go as well. At this point in the season, is it more important just to be consistent than anything else? It is, and and we've uh, uh, we've tried to preach that through the years. And you know that that, that couple of weeks ago, that game we had, we weren't very consistent. You know, we we, we had some pre snap penalties, uh, did some things that 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 weren't um, you know that that we haven't done in the previous four, five, seven weeks. And so uh, it's important that. Uh, uh, we, we stay consistent. You know, it's important that that we do the things that that we've been coached to do for however many plays that we we have to play on Friday night. And so uh, we we've had a good week of, of practice. I thought we've been pretty consistent in practice and doing the things that we need to do. And, and uh, you know, we're going to try to you know tie it up today and finish it out and hopefully be able to carry that over into into the game on Friday night. This may be a, a simplistic question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, they know you. You know them. So is this game just is this game about execution? It's a lot about execution. I mean, it's uh, you know it's 
so much about, and we we preach our kids this week. It, it's about us. I mean, it's about the things that we do. It's about uh, us blocking and us tackling and us taking care of the football. And and, and if we do those things, you know, we feel like we give we give ourselves a really good chance to win a football game. And so, uh, it, it is about us doing the things that that we've been coached to do since August second, and things that we've been uh, coached to do this week in, in this game plan. And so, um, you know, it, it, it is about execution, and and, and we know. Uh, you know, I had talked to the kids yesterday at practice about this. You're not going to be perfect on Friday night. There's no way it's going to happen. Watch guys on Sunday, and they're not perfect. So uh, handle the highs, handle the lows, and, and, and execute at the best rate that we can and, and, and give ourselves a chance. How much would it help your football team for your offense to go out and get into the rhythm, stay on schedule? It's huge. I mean, it's 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 no secret that, uh, you know, that we like to run the football and and, and for us to be able to get yards on first down and, and stay where we need to be and not put ourselves offensively uh, in a situation that we're not comfortable in. And so uh, we do. We, ha- we have to, uh, you know, eliminate pre-snap penalties. Uh, we, we have to, you know, we have to win first down, make sure that, that we get good yards on there so so we're not as predictable as, as, as we can be. And so uh, it, it's important to do those things, and, and, and we rep those things all week and, and making sure that the kids understand exactly how we need to handle uh, the situation with their game plan. Talking with David Woodard, the head coach of the West Trojans, West and Grandview. Coach, uh, what, I said that they know you and you know them. Is this is this a typical Grandview football team? Uh, yes and no. Yes, in the, in the case that, it, that they defensively, they're, they're really just like they've been. I mean, they're, they're the same thing, that they play really hard. They tackle unbelievably well. Uh, but, but they got some different faces, you know, especially offensively. And, and you know, they've had to adapt to some – uh, you know, to life after number three, and so uh, they've done a great job of doing that. And, and it's it, it, it's a lot of the same type of stuff, but it's more of the skill set that fits their kids right now. And they've done a really good job of of, of adapting and, and doing the things that, that that their their playmakers allow them to do. And so, yeah, it, it's it, it's the typical Grandview team. It's the same thing that they do, but 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 it's uh, it, it's tweaked a little bit towards the guys that they have that that can really make plays. Uh, exciting it should be a lot of fun hey have fun enjoy and uh, we'll talk to you soon all right sure appreciate y'all thanks a bunch hey coach thanks appreciate it that's uh, david woodard the head coach of the west trojan we all can sit back and have fun and enjoy <laughs> he's trying to figure out how to win a football game but uh, and make no mistake about it i mean that's he, he he mentioned it at the top of the of the interview it's on their goal board win the district championship i mean they've made the playoffs they had a heck of a run last year but it was as the second-place team. They want that gold football. Well, and that's on everybody's gold board when you start the season. Win the district championship and then win a playoff game and then win a region championship. I mean, that's that's the steps you have to take. If you have anything else on your goal board, you're doing your team a disservice. Uh, you have to do the things that, you know, that, that are in order. And, you know, the first thing on your goal board is is win the non-district. Uh, get get into district healthy. That's the first thing. And then you have smaller goals that, that get you there. But everybody has that on there. And so, you know, they're no different uh, just because they got into the playoffs and, and just because even the teams that win the state championship, their goal board's fresh and, and every season when you walk in there, you know, one of the goals on the goal board is win the district championship. And so this is an opportunity for them. And I think it helps them as well because of the fact that, you know, they're not sitting there knowing they're in the playoffs right now, but this is a big game and it keeps you kind of in tow, in line to be able to 
get ready for the district championship instead of you know there's some teams out there and, and you know they're good teams the reason why they're sitting in this position is because they're a good team but you know a lot of coaches kind of cringe when you've got two games left in the season you're district champion and your team can easily go into coast mode before you get to that first game in the playoffs and that's not what you want to do i was just looking at some scheduling uh, how would you like to be this team? How would you like to be Franklin? You have week 10 as your open week. Well, I mean, that's that's a coach's decision. Some coaches thrive well, on that because they can they can go in there and say, okay, we've made it to this point. Uh, we've, we've gone uh, eight weeks, nine weeks, and we're at the halfway point. We're going to take a week off, and we're going to play eight more weeks, and we do that. We're, we're a state champion. Yeah. So you can look at it that way. Uh, I was always in the mindset of I want my open week probably the week before district so I can regroup and get ready for district play and then go in to make a run from there because a lot of times you're on a little bit of a roll going into the playoffs. You've got that momentum, and the last thing you want to do is stop that momentum down for an open week. But you could, I mean, you could do it either way, and I and I think that that's a great way to do it too. I mean, we've we've gone, we're at the halfway point. We're going to take a week off, and then we're going to play another eight weeks, and we do that, and we walk out of AT and T Stadium with a goal ball. Yeah, I, I, it, it clearly was not their choice. Uh, this was an odd team, you know, one of those five team deals, and so everybody has one week along the district route. To, to have the open date and they and they literally drew and they drew week 10 so I, I, I man I would just think you'd want to be playing this time of the year from a consistency standpoint here's what we do on Monday here's what we do but anyway it, it, they have no choice <laughs> that's there's nobody to play week 10 so uh, they're there and there's a couple of teams in Central Texas that are, are going to be open in week 10 so uh, it, it is what it is, but I, I get your point as well. And you, and I think that's exactly how you take it. You have to turn the – if you consider that a negative, that's how you turn it into a positive. It's say, hey, you know what? This is truly our halfway point because to, to get where we want to go, it's 16 victories or, right. or 16 games. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, that puts us about at the halfway point, and here we go. So uh, – and then you can, you can start preparing for – start preparing for that run in the playoffs. So, uh, I, I, from Temple's perspective, to win the district championship, what has to happen? Win Friday night, and they, they're, they're, there it is. they're district champions. And so, Isn't that great that you can take care of your business and not worry about anybody else? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you continue to pile up the wins, and, and then you don't have to worry about anything like that. You don't have to start scoreboard watching and wondering – you know, how many points did they score tonight or anything like that? You just go out and take care of your business, and you'll, you know, more times than not, you'll end up as a as a district champion. So, Friday night, they have that opportunity. Seating, uh, there's – we mentioned the Conley-Gatesville game over at McCamey Stadium. Mm -hmm. That's going to be for seating, you know, probably that third and fourth spot. La Vega continues uh, to play. Uh, they got Alvarado – uh, on Friday night, we mentioned Bosqueville Toler. I think that's going to be a terrific football game. Look forward to that, and and uh, wish the uh, the Bulldogs all the best there. Uh, Holland and Bruce Valetti again uh, for Brad Talbert. They a huge win on Friday night when they beat Rosebud Lot. I don't think a lot of people gave gave the Hornets an opportunity to to win that football game, but mm -hmm. they went out and did it. So now, hey, they're three and one, and uh, you know, in in trying to secure. 
that uh, you know a, a, a good seed in in the playoffs. And uh, you know, Riesel, uh, the Riesel Indians still fighting for an opportunity. I mean, there's some things that got to happen, but the uh, Indians with uh, an opportunity. So, look, man, th- these kids have done a ton of work. Get out and support them this Friday night. And uh, and I don't I don't care what game you go to. Pick one. Enjoy. Have fun. And let these kids know that you appreciate all the work that they put into it. And it's not just the football team. We've talked about this a million times. There's the band. There's the drill team. There's everybody. Uh, that's the beauty of, of Texas high school football. It involves is, is so many students within the, the, the student body. Uh, I mean, there's very few kids for, that are not doing something. They, I mean, you, you know, they, they may be carrying a flag on Friday. Now, I don't know. There's a ton of things that kiddos can, can be involved in on Friday night. Yeah, that's the beauty of high school football. I mean, it's it's a community event, and so you have the opportunity to, to watch all the kiddos that that are involved from the school aspect of it, but also you have the opportunity to, you know, have have the community come together and, and go watch a football game and, and have the grill out there and have the hot dogs mm-hmm. and the sausage for the concession stand. I mean, it, it's, it's a – there's nothing like Texas high school football on on you pick a level you want to go watch and you can enjoy it. I, you know, you, you mentioned that and you walk up to some of these uh, smaller stadiums, well, the, the one A's and the two A's where it really is a family affair. Dad's out there barbecuing and all that kind of stuff. And you, you know, getting the concession stand ready. And when you walk up and you smell that and then you just you're I call them fence leaners. I love to do it. Just lean on the fence and watch the game. Oh, what a great Friday night. Yeah, nothing, nothing better. better. Nothing better. All right, uh, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock, 8-19. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to hear from Mike McCarthy and get his thoughts on Dak Prescott. We'll do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. How much work did Dak Prescott get at practice yesterday? The answer after this. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it, for turning your living room into your office and your gym, for teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. This is the second day of game plan install for the Cowboys as they prepare for the weekend road trip to the Vikings. And no one, not even Dak's good buddy Zeke Elliott, knows if Dak or backup quarterback Cooper Rush will play on Sunday. Honestly, I don't know. I hope he'll be available uh, from what we're hearing. It sounds like he'll be available. But um, not saying I'm not worried about it because obviously we want to have Dak out there, but I have a lot of confidence in Coop. He knows his offense. Uh, he's confident. And he can play. I mean, you guys seen him in preseason. He's a baller. If his number's called, I, I believe he'll be ready. 
Rush took first-team snaps yesterday with Dak listed as limited as he continues rehabbing his calf strain and he worked only in the individual drills in practice. Also, Lyle Collins is back after serving his suspension, but Terrence Steele remains the first-team right tackle. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. Time to check the weather forecast this morning, and our weather is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925 at 6101 Bosky Boulevard. Check them out at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another very windy day here in Central Texas. A wind advisor is in effect as we'll see mostly sunny skies. Highs top out at 73. Winds out of the northwest gusting to 40 miles per hour. Mainly clear tonight, still breezy. 49 the low and mostly sunny tomorrow. Windy in the morning and a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Bears are back in action and back in Big 12 play this Saturday, hosting the Texas Longhorns in Waco. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff. It's the Bears and the Longhorns this Saturday. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Nick. Come on. All right, 824. Welcome back in. This is game time on 
your Thursdays. We get you right. Tomorrow's game day, by the way. Did I mention that, Ward, that tomorrow's game day? A couple of times, yeah. Just mentioned tomorrow's <laughs> game day. Uh, 825 now as uh, we move along here. If you are a betting man, are you betting yay or nay on Dak to play Sunday afternoon or Sunday night? Oh, I think he plays. So do I. So do I. I, I. I think they don't have a choice. You heard RJ say Cooper Russ goes out there, it's a loss. I mean, if you want to just go ahead and chalk up a loss, if you're the Cowboys, you, you hold back out. But there's no way Cooper Russ can win an NFL football game. Just won't happen. Well, with that in mind, that that's that's one thing to take a look at. But you don't want one as to turn into three because you play a guy and he's not ready to go. And right. That, and that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That injury and – if you so, want to concede and just go ahead and say, hey, we're okay with – this is one we can lose and be okay with, then then roll Russ out there. So so if you're Dallas and you know – I mean, you're sitting here and you've, you've, you've proclaimed there's no way Cooper Rush can guide this football team to a win. And so if you know that, wouldn't management and, and the coaching staff know that? Maybe it, they know something I don't. I just don't think it's – it's possible. Well, that's that's where I'm asking. Could could there be could there be a, a top secret uh, at the star that that we don't know about? Could be. <laughs> don't it's think very so. well kept. <laughs> well, that's that's what's called a secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. Uh, you know, and, and do you get a comfortable lead possibly, and then get him out of there as quick? I, I don't know how this is going to work. Look, I, I honestly, I. I'm I'm like, I think he's I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to play, and I think you know that they're going to move. They're just going to march on. You know, I I don't know. I I, I do believe that there's, if there's any danger of extending the injury, that they will not play him. They'll hide his helmet. There's no question. Yeah. You, you, look, you've got 17 of these yeah. to play. I mean, there's a there's a bigger picture here than than yeah. beating the Minnesota Vikings. So yeah, if if there is there's a question of that, you know, hey, you're not even close to being 80%. And I think if he's 80%, 85 up, I'm 80% up, I guess I'd say they probably will go ahead and, and let him roll. Uh, because, I mean, you know, that's just what you do in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. But if he's less than that, uh, they'll just I, – I do believe they'll say, look, this is, this is one that if somehow a miracle happens – and we come out with a with a W fine. If we don't, we're, we're fine with that too. We've got a bigger picture in mind because they should. I mean, they're they're a team that that I don't want to put too much on them, but I mean, they should win this division. I mean, me and you can win this division, right? But if you if I'm telling you, if Dak gets hurt and he's not there, they they could lose this division. Well, I get it. I mean, and and that's what you 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 know we were and I and I'm following you on on you know what it what his what his ability level may be eighty eighty five whatever for me that's that's not the question the question is if he plays could he re injure or or could the injury uh be even more severe at well, the end of the day than it was when you went in. If it is, if you answer yes to either one of those, you hide his helmet. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he's 80%, probably not. If he's yeah. anything less than 80%, the, the the percentages of him re-injuring that are much, much higher. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that will play on Sunday that are at 80%. 
that you know right. that, that could probably that might could re-injure it again, but the chances are probably less. It's just something that you have to play through at eighty percent and higher. Physical football yeah, game. If it's under that, then there's a larger margin of error that you don't want to take the chance on. Hey, look, other than the punter and the kicker, everybody's got nicks in, in, in injuries right now. And some of them <laughs> and do. some of them do. So, yeah. Mike McCarthy talked about the Dak Prescott situation. You know, I went through some, something similar uh, back in 2014 uh, with Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's actually he heard it late in the year, and then we were dealing with this, you know, in playoffs. So, obviously a different time of year. But, you know, there's a, there's a protocol that, you know, I mean, Britt and, and Dak have a, a, a tremendous relationship. So, I mean, this is you know, something that they've established over the years. So, just as far as, you know, the particular injury, the ability to improve each day and not have a setback, you know, that's really what we're focused on. So, um, you know how you know how he, we play um, will, will be a big part of it. You know, just to make sure that he's he's full go and you know he has no limitations is is what we're looking for. You know, you know we are in week seven. I think he just said what we just said. We are in week seven. We don't want any limitations. And 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 it also sounded like to me that they're going to lean on Dak a little bit to tell them. Hey, I'm good. Hey, I'm I'm not good. I mean, did you kind of hear that a little bit in there as well? Yeah, a little bit, and that's what you have to do. I mean, you have to listen to the player and understand, you know, where he is, but you also have to be smart about it because Dak's probably the kind of player that would, you know, as you pointed out, hide his helmet because he he wants to be out there and and he wants to go and and try to fight through it. So uh, you you have to. It's a fine line you have to walk, and, and but you do have to listen to the player, and you have to trust him to say, "Okay, I need to know for for real now. Are you good?" And if if the player says yes, then you have to trust him that he knows his body and he can play. On the CNC Collision Center text line, it's uh, hey guys, the next three weeks are non-conference, so would you consider just letting Cooper play one or two weeks just to? get the experience and save Dak. No. I mean, because it, your overall record, whether they're conference or non, you know, whether the, within the conference, the NFC or the AFC, doesn't matter. It, your overall record is going to determine, you know, whether you win the division, whether you have home field advantage, all of those things. It, it's, you know, it's all 17 games. So if your guy can play, he plays. Well, yeah, I, and that's the bottom line. If Dak's ready to go and he can go, then, then he goes. And uh, you don't. You don't wave the white flag just because, you know, for the next couple of games because it's conference now. If it's, you know, it's a decision you have to make for one game. And if it's, you know, if you if you want to make it against Minnesota and you say, hey, we're going to concede this one and keep our guy so he can be, you know, if, if the trainers tell me, look, he's going to be at 80% or he's going to be at 75% this week. But by next week, with one more week's rest, he'll be 100%. This this won't be even be a nagging, lagging injury. Then I might consider, hey, we'll we'll go out there and take our chances. And if we if we win, fine. If we if we don't, fine. But we got our guy moving forward for the rest of the time at 100%. Yeah. Then I then I might roll Cooper Rush out there. Uh, again, for me, if there's any possibility that this thing turns into something more than what it is right now, he doesn't play. If if he's if he if it's a, if it's just about a pain situation, him dealing with the pain, and he says he can play, and it, it's not going to be it's not going to be an extended injury, 
then he plays. I mean, it, to me, that that's what it comes down to. It's, it's just a pretty simple situation. Uh, I, I'm not letting him go out there if this, as you point out, turn this two-week injury turns into five weeks because he Season went out over. and played. Yeah. Well, and he goes out there and plays a quarter and a half and it comes hobbling off. Now Cooper Rush goes into the football game, and now your guy's down again, and all the work that you did to rehab in the last couple of weeks is all for naught. So, yeah, I, I, if, that's, if that's a possibility, then Cooper Rush is going to hand the ball off to Tony Potter and to Ezekiel Elliott, and he's going to throw the little quick out to C.D. Lamb, and, and, and we're going to see what happens and <laughs> hope – Hope our defense can play and keep us in the game. I mean, I don't. What else do you do? You don't have another guy. That's your guy. No, and that's the choice they made. You know, back back in Oxnard, they decided that they're gonna they're gonna roll the dice and and see what happens. And you know, it's a big roll of the dice, but that's that's the choice that they made. They didn't want to pay the money for a veteran backup. All right, eight thirty three. We're running a little late. Uh, Bryce Cherry is standing by. I know Bryce just got through with his morning jog. Uh, we'll we'll get to Bryce Cherry the Waco Tribute. Here we do that next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Hi, this is Ward with ESPN. You're invited to drop by Common Grounds Friday as Matt Mosley broadcasts his show live. Established in 1994, Common Grounds is a locally owned and operated charming coffee house that delivers great products and a unique atmosphere. It's a -a one-of-a-kind place to visit before or after the game or simply connect and unwind. We'll see you Friday starting at 4 for the Matt Mosley Show broadcasting live from Common Grounds, 1123 South 8th Street, just off I-35, next to the Baylor campus in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. The Astros forced a 5 to 1 lead in the first two innings and held on to win game two of the World Series 7 to 2 over the Braves. That evens the series at one game each with game three in Atlanta Friday night. The Baylor baseball team hosts the Rangers Instructional League team for an exhibition at Baylor Ballpark tonight. First pitch at 6.30 and admission is free. The Baylor women's basketball team hit the court for an exhibition against AM Commerce and won 88-52. Alyssa Smith led the way with 27 points. All three Texas NBA teams are on the court tonight with the Mavericks hosting the Spurs for a 7.30 tip. The Rockets are at home for a 7 o'clock start against Utah. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, 838. We welcome into the program from the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. First of all, Bryce, our apologies uh, for uh, being late. Uh, we got we got to yakking, and you know how that goes sometimes. But uh, we yeah. we apologize. Uh, how, how are we this morning? Uh, you know, it's morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, – we're looking forward to uh, maybe going back to sleep. <laughs> We're just trying to get you ready for Saturday. That's all. This is just pregame for Saturday. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that, that, those 11 a.m. turnarounds on a after cover, you know, Friday night. Uh, that that's always kind of rough, but uh, we'll you know we'll put up with it for for an earlier deadline. Let's start there. I was going to start with high school, but let's let's start with Texas and, and Baylor. How how do you uh, how do you break this one down? Just to, you know, uh, in a, in a nutshell. Uh, you know, I think it's it's a toss up game a little bit, just because I, I feel like Texas's offense will uh, will keep the Longhorns in the game. The Longhorns are pretty explosive, and I don't think the that Baylor's defense has seen a running back quite as accomplished, quite as uh, shifty as Bijan Robinson. He's uh, third in the country in, in rushing. And, uh, you know, that that's going to be, you know, something that, that's going to give Baylor's defense some problems. I mean, they're trending in the right direction in terms of stopping the run. They've, they're, you know, they're coming off their best, uh, you know, rushing, uh, opposing rushing performance in, uh, in the BYU game. They held the Cougars to just 67 yards, but I don't really expect that to happen against Texas. I mean, uh, that's that's one of their strengths. So, um, you know, I, I feel like Baylor uh, is better, I, I mean, in terms of just how they've played. And um, now some of that may be the way the schedule has broken in, in Baylor's favor, but 
Um, but also, I just feel like they've played better. And, and, I mean, you're coming off a game where you had zero penalties, which is still mind-boggling to me. Uh, I mean, you don't really ever see that. So, I mean, obviously the Bears are trending in the right direction. How dangerous can this Texas team be if they figure out how to close a game and hopefully they don't do it this week? Yeah, I think they can be very dangerous. And, and I mean, obviously we saw that the Longhorns after the Arkansas game looked like they were ascending. And, you know, they, they jumped back into the pole after a couple of wins. And, um, you know, so they're very, very dangerous. Uh, the thing that, you know, Texas um, – has going against it is just what you said. They haven't been able to finish games. They sort of beat themselves. But beyond that, their defense is not very good. I mean, they're going to give up points. I think there'll be there'll be points on the board for Baylor to to get. Um, and, you know, I feel like Baylor's offense is, is sort of rounding into shape as well. I mean, you know, we, we saw some uh, you know some issues in the in the Oklahoma State game that they're in Stillwater, and then you know the next week I feel like they came out and they addressed those and uh, cleaned some things up. Um, and so I mean that's what you want to see out of your team if you're a Baylor fan is steady improvement throughout the year. And I was just about to ask you that was going to be my next question: How much better can this Baylor team be, in your opinion? Man, uh, that's a great question. Uh, I wouldn't have predicted that they would be sitting here at six and one, right? Seven seven games into the season, I didn't really expect them to win both the Iowa State game and the BYU game. Um, but here they are. I mean, so uh, how much better can they be? Put it like this: I, I haven't put this in print, but I have said it to some people. Um, it's not too early to at least think about Baylor in the in the Big 12 championship game because they're right there in that mix. They they can beat everyone left on their schedule. I mean, they're they're certainly capable of that. Will they do it? Because I mean, you still have some tough games ahead. Uh, you know, probably not. I mean, it's hard to go. Uh, you know through that run, through that gauntlet, um, you know, unbeaten. But but they're capable of, of beating everyone else on their schedule. And and I really, you know, I'm, I haven't been that impressed, excuse me, with, uh, with Oklahoma. Um, you know, they're sitting there undefeated. But I felt like both the Sooners and, of course, the Cowboys were undefeated uh, last week until Iowa State knocked them off. I didn't, I didn't feel like either of those teams were – were vintage Oklahoma or Oklahoma State teams. And, um, you know, we've seen the Sooners and all the, the issues they've had at quarterback. Now, you know, Caleb Williams seems to uh, be kind of getting it together. And obviously he's a young guy, so he's going to have his ups and downs. But uh, I, I do not see Oklahoma going through its schedule um, undefeated. I just, you know, they're, they're just – you talk about Texas and finding a way to lose. Oklahoma's finding a way to win, which is good, but at some point that catches up with you. I mean, you know, they're just they're hanging on for dear life in a lot of these games. Bryce, how impressed are you in the improvement of the offensive line for the Bears? To me, that's the story of the mm-hmm. season. I mean, uh, it's it's night and day. It's it's uh, the biggest transformation that they've had. 
the defense was already pretty good last year, 31, 31st in the country uh, in total defense, you know, even in a two and seven season. So that much you knew, you know, coming into the year. I feel like you knew that uh, Abram Smith and, and Tristan Ebner had, you know, the capability of being, you know, pretty good. You, you really, really weren't worried about uh, Baylor's receivers. I think there were a lot of questions about Gary Bohannon, uh, and he, I think, stepped up and answered a lot of those. But to me, the, you know, biggest question mark of all was that O-line. And, you know, from the outset, from the from the very first moment of this season, you could see that, uh, you know, they were out there much more physical, much more um, aggressive and um, and just really much more effective than they've than they've been in, in years. I mean, I, I didn't feel like even in the Matt Rule era that Baylor had a, a strong offensive line at 2019 sugar bowl team i mean that was still a weakness uh i felt like you know charlie brewer's entire career in waco he was running for his life so uh you know this this is baylor's best offensive line in a long long time all right uh, let's move on to high school football this is the fun time of the year i mean we're we're trying to decide championships we're trying to decide seating and and just all kinds of fun stuff but Man, Bryce, there's uh, there's there's going to be one that that uh, I, I think would be a lot of fun to be at, and that's Weston Grandview on Friday night. Yeah, that's actually where Chad Conine's going uh, on Friday night. I mean, to me, it's easily uh, the game of the week. Um, yeah, zebras and Trojans. I mean, that should be a fun one. West is playing very very well, and uh, I mean, you cannot count them out of that game. Grand, obviously, Grandview is kind of the you know, established team, you know, whereas West, I think, is the one that's uh, kind of on the rise, still building its its resume a little bit. And, uh, you know, but <laughs> that makes them a dangerous team. I feel like uh, the Trojans have a lot of, uh, a lot of weapons, um, and they've certainly lived up to that with the way they've played. It should be a fun one. And, and I agree with you that, you know, it really is uh, – you know, Chad and I were talking about this on a podcast this week. Um, this week almost feels like week, you know, 11 or 10 used to feel uh, in terms of you have a lot of uh, playoff spots coming down to the wire. There'll be a lot of things clinched this week, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because with four playoff teams now in, in districts, uh, I mean, I don't know that we've dealt with that for a while, but, um, you know, there, there seems to be less drama that that final week of the regular season. And as such, Chad always has uh, historically written a, uh, a kind of a playoff scenarios column where um, he'll break down, you know, what has to happen in each district and, and who's in and who's out and, and all that. Typically he does that. Uh, going into the last Friday of the season, uh, this week he's doing it uh, for for tomorrow for tomorrow's uh, paper because uh, just because of that, uh, you know there are a lot of things that'll be clinched and and probably cut and dried going into week eleven. The other one that I, I kind of had my eye on is uh, the uh, Bosqueville Toler game. I, I want to see how how the Bulldogs respond uh, going into this one. 
Yeah, uh, to me, uh, those two teams are, are fighting it out for second behind Crawford. And, uh, you know, I, I like Bosqueville's chances just because they, the Bulldogs will be at home. Uh, but Toler's got a good team. I mean, the Rattlers are tough, too. So, uh, I agree. I think that's going to be a, a fun game. Uh, we'll have a writer at that one as well. And, um, you know, Bosqueville, last year we saw, you know, Bosqueville uh, play Crawford pretty tough in the regular season and then uh, turn around in the playoffs, meet him again, uh, you know, late in the playoffs. And, um, and it, it did not go Bosqueville's way. That Crawford handled that one pretty easily. Uh, this time, um, you know, Crawford kind of, uh, I think it was close for a while, but Crawford extended that game. Um, and so maybe, you know, maybe if Bosqueville can kind of reverse that trend a little bit, um, and, and, you know, make it more of a game next time and maybe, uh, upset Crawford. Now we're talking, you know, down the road and, and both teams have to get there, but I think both teams are capable of getting there, um, Crawford, to me, is a dark horse, you know, state championship contender. I mean, they were talking about a team that was in the state semifinals last year, so maybe they shouldn't be that much of a dark horse. But, uh, you know, they did lose some pretty talented seniors, including their quarterback from last year. But they're clicking right along, not missing a beat. And, uh, you know, y'all are going to enjoy doing some games on the radio for Crawford, especially because you talk about deadline friendly. Those guys click along. You you, you might get a two hour game. (laughs) They, they will run the football. There's no question. (laughs) Get ready. Bryce, who's the biggest surprise heading into the playoffs this year that you didn't see being that team? I think Marlin. Uh, Now Marlin will not play this week. Uh, That, that came out yesterday. I guess Dawson, uh, had to forfeit, um, and, and I still haven't um, found out the reasons behind that. I think Chad made a call to, to Marlins coach to try to get a little more details, but Dawson had to forfeit its game this week. So so Marlin, I know, is, is in. Uh, I think they're about 6-3 and three right now. And, and to me, that's a, a great first year for Ruben Torres there at Marlin. I mean, um they they you know did not have that kind of record last year so it's it's quite a turnaround so i mean to me they're they're one of the biggest surprise teams they're really explosive um and you know have a lot of a lot of playmakers desmond woodson at quarterback is one of the more prolific passers in our area stat wise and uh, he's got a lot of weapons around him um so i think marlin could not only you know obviously they're in the playoffs but i think once they you know once the playoffs get here i think they can stick around a while i mean i think they could knock off a couple teams all right so we got the previews coming up tomorrow what else do we have in uh in tomorrow's uh waco trip yeah so john werner will have a feature on uh grant miller of the bears the uh, kind of a legacy guy obviously the son of, of fred miller um and uh chad conine will have that uh aforementioned uh playoff breakdown you know so you can go district by district whoever your favorite team in central texas is uh you can find out you know what they have to do to get in the playoffs if they've got a shot still and um oh gosh what else i mean obviously we'll have predictions texas yeah predictions and uh you know stats and all kinds of things so um yeah 
plenty of plenty of good reading, and of course we'll be at the Bears and Longhorns on Saturday, writing all that up. Oh uh, yeah, bright and early, by the way. I, I don't know if you know it's an eleven o'clock kick. <laughs> just, thanks for that. Just let it pass it along. Save uh, me a donut, <laughs> Bryce. Thanks. Have a great day. We'll see. All you. right. Thanks, Roll Bryce. back over, uh, Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribune Herald. We're right back with the final word in just a moment on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Guys trying to get ahead of the holiday gift buying but are a little short on cash? Morrison's Gifts has your solution. You can lay away any gift purchase by paying a third now, a third in November, and a third in December. At Morrison's, they feature gifts you'll love, like John Hart bags and accessories, Consuela purses and totes, candles, jewelry, and much more. They offer gift baskets for any budget and, as always, free gift wrapping. Delivery is also available, and they ship anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Eight fifty-five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And uh, again, last night, uh, Baylor women's basketball team opened their exhibition 
campaign with an 88-52 win over Texas A&M Commerce. So uh, congratulations to the Baylor women's basketball team. And, uh, yeah, a good night for Nalissa Smith with 27 points and 15 rebounds in that game. She had uh, – she had six offensive boards uh, in in route to 15 rebounds in the uh, in the win. Their next exhibition game will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, don't forget tonight at 6:30 at a Baylor ballpark, a 12 inning exhibition game between the Baylor baseball team, Steve Rodriguez's club, and the uh, Texas Ranger Instructional League. That again, a 6:30 first pitch, absolutely free of charge. So. Should be a lot of fun if you want to get out and enjoy some uh, baseball on the, on a crisp Thursday evening. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for uh, being a part of the program. Many thanks to R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys, David Woodard, the head coach of the West Trojans, and Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib, for being a part of the program. John's up at 3, Matt at 4, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions return to Waco ISD Stadium to host the Waxahachie Indians this Friday night. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burr, and me for the Lions and the Indians. Our coverage begins with the pregame show at 7. We'll have a kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waxahachie and Waco right here on your home for Waco Lions football, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and special.